This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network. This is the show where we tackle a topic also loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future relationship with it. Today's topic was fandom, and our guest was Nick Mundy. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. This is the No Joke Podcast. Welcome back. I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And this is episode number 74. 74. We made it, Bill. Adam? 74. Okay, what do we think? 74. 74. Mark Eaton, center for the Utah Jazz mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. early 90s. Yep. Seven feet, four inches. The yep. tallest, red-haireddiest, most awkward NBA player, I think, in our collective youth. Yeah. Seven foot four. As soon as you separated the number seven, four, <laughs> four. from 74, knew I, I knew I was going height. Seven. And then I was trying to process, too, what seven fours do I got? What seven fours do you got? I got none. 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 Porzingis is a, a seven three, I want to say, right? Mm-hmm. Our... our Heralded New York Knicks superstar. That's right. Uh, Chris Apps Porzingis is seven foot three. Almost makes the cut. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a good segue because our guest today is also seven foot three. He's seven foot three <laughs> inches tall. It's amazing he can even fit in the studio. Yeah, um, he's one of our favorite comedians. He's been a good friend of ours for years yes. now. Please welcome to the podcast Nick Mundy. Hey guys, hey, hey man. thanks for having me. When thanks I think for of seventy four, I think of hey, you're reading a comic book, or it's like the seventy fourth. Like yes, it's. The prelude to the good episode. Oh. So, guys, it's going to be the big th- one. This will be all the setup for next week's <laughs> good episode. I don't know who the guest is. This will be all the setup. This is the listen next week. <laughs> listen next week. Seventy five is going to be the big one. This is it, just a little amuse bouche yeah. for the big meal. It's that worth comes mentioning. Next week. We have Chris Dapps Porzingis <laughs> yeah. coming to the podcast for, episode seventy five. It's going to be exactly way right. better than this one. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he's a much better guest. But I'm just setting the table. Set the table, baby. Just, uh, Nick, we should say that we have known you for years. You yourself are an accomplished podcaster. You, you. host a show with your team, Tiger Ross some sketch mates yes. just to provide a little context. Yeah, we got older and then we were like, oh, we could just talk and then not put in the effort of sketch comedy. You and know? that is the bell curve of comedians. <laughs> <laughs> I figured out the skills. How can I incorporate laziness? In it? Yeah. Yes, exactly. On a long enough timeline, every comedian does a podcast. Well, it's like, because you guys thing. were like us and I've talked about this with Josh too. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we were the type of guys who was like, Oh hey, I made this much money. Let's spend all of it on sketch, <laughs> yeah. prop bags. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Oh, when I moved, uh, me and my wife moved. I, we had a closet filled of just dildos and Confederate flags. You know it because these are jokes. Heads. These are funny things. <laughs> yeah, these are <laughs> you know. these are these are funny things. And now, and now my house has no frivolity. Oh, yeah. We're serious adults now. And how does it, it feel? So much better. So does much it better. really? So much better. Like okay. I have my box of hats, but that's it. Uh, sure. <laughs> that's it. That's as but, whimsical as I'm allowed to be. Yeah. Now. No, I don't. Give a shit. Yes. Did you like, go heavy with wigs in sketch? Yeah. I didn't have – no, because my hair was always longer. You have yeah. voluptuous hair. You yeah, have so, really beautiful hair. I always – Harvard Sailing Team never wore costumes or wigs or anything like that. And I always felt bad for the groups who used a lot of wigs because I just thought, thought it looked so expensive. You're schlepping them back and forth. Yeah. No, so much money on fake hair for truly. two minutes. I, we did a lot of makeup. I was oh. usually yes. covered in ma- – slathered in makeup. Were like, you? Slathered. Face? No. Chest? I was robots. Yep. I was blued yep. up a bunch of times. I was greened. Yep. Like, just a Hulk a lot, just full, <laughs> a lot of makeup, a lot of, like, I was kissed the other day for a UCB's uh, yes. Tournament of Nerds. Yes. And I was like, well, I'm this again. <laughs> <laughs> you could try and leave the prop bag world, but it'll again. come back and bring you oh, right no. back to no, the No, definitely, stage. but now when I, at least I do it, it's like, okay, people are doing it, and I'm not, like, just slathering it on myself. Yes, right. exactly. <laughs> How was it that you and Team Tiger Awesome kind of formed, just for a little historical context? Clint and I context. grew up in Houston, Texas That's together, right. uh, down the block. From, so we've known each other since we were 10. Childhood friends. Yeah, and yeah. then 
I guess I was the neighborhood bully. You were? Get Wait a minute. Here. Stop, stop. You really were? Well, not the bully, but I was like, hey, man, let's go, like, punch stuff and, like, do things and, like, roughhouse. Life and, like, of the party, they call it. Highest energy. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> like, and then maybe, like, hey, you're different than me. Not, like, by race or creed, but, right. like... <laughs> I did dress up as Ric Flair for Halloween and Again, get drunk a- as hell. <laughs> and there was these six goth kids who showed up to a party. I thought they were causing trouble. I still believe that. <laughs> who knows? And then I beat, I did beat them up. Nature boy. And, One on six? Nature in, boy. In character, Ric Flair. I b- powerbomb people. I put them in figure fours. Nature boy. This is ridiculous. You had time to put people in figure fours without the other five jumping on your back? Well, they were powerbombed. <laughs> They had previously. I threw one been. over a fence. <laughs> over a fence? Who like, are you, Jose I was. I, I had football. I had football strength, and I worked out then. And uh, <laughs> now I'm out of breath telling the story. Uh, but no, uh, this is a, a true story. Let me ask you this: If you weren't dressed up like Ric Flair, would you have had the power to throw people over fences? I think so, okay. but. I did bleach my hair and take two days off to build my glittery robe. Two, two days, days off of life, I uh, Two days of school. Like, my dad was like, are you going to school today? I was like, I'm building my Ric Flair robe. And he was like, <laughs> good. good so well, we got your brother. <laughs> He'll get the education Fine. today. He'll get the education. One of you will learn. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I was like, no way, dad. Somehow professional wrestling will affect my professional life. <laughs> and You'll see. Little did he know, yeah. it absolutely has. No, my mom has come back to me at that. I was like. We were probably wrong for telling you not to just stare in your room and exactly. watching sketch comedy and pro wrestling yes. nonstop. For a little context for our audience, Nick, obviously is a, you're a huge pro wrestling fan, yes. as we have been at various times in our life. Um, you go you, through phases. You, you go, go through phases. Yeah. It ebbs and it flows. And we uh, talk about that. It's like it's soda. It's like soda. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> you go through a heavy soda flow, sure. and then you want to back off, be an adult. Exactly. Um, but you have also sort of struck up a professional and a casual and a real friendship with The Rock, and that is uh, – he's a buddy of yours, frankly. Yes. He, mar- he married you. Yes. <laughs> he my... married you. Yes. <laughs> Full stop. Uh, yeah. yeah just, that's it. It's on my wedding uh, that's marriage. Right. And not only did he marry you, uh, he married you on video. Yes. Yeah. It's a video that we did. My wife had the idea of like, hey – I'm planning this wedding, which I don't is a nightmare to do. <laughs> what For if we everyone, did a second right? one? What? what if we did a second one? Like so, that's like the most amazing like thing. Yeah. Yes, The Rock married me, and yes, sure, yes. of news, and we yes, yes, all this stuff. Yes, but my wife planned two weddings at the same time. Uh, seriously, that's almost more. That's 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 the most feat. impressive. Thing. That's a feat. Yeah, yeah. that is. It's like those people who are asked to push a stone up a mountain. It's like that's what probably planning a wedding feels like. And stone. then it's just like you know what? You're gonna have one hand for each stone. Yeah, and you're just gonna be pushing two simultaneous stones up one mountain. Yeah, it's exactly. like a deep impact when the asteroids split, and Precisely she has to figure correct. out which one to like attack. Right, and then she did both of them. <laughs> Right. Elijah Wood lived. <laughs> Elijah Wood lives in every movie. No, right. so, uh, yeah, that was the most impressive thing. And yeah. it was this great thing because not every girl dreams of having their wedding with the Scorpion King. Yes, exactly. But, sure. but the right girls do. But she yeah. did that. Yeah, and then also I did a pilot that same year, a yeah. pilot with Chris Jericho, yes. who's now a buddy of mine. That's amazing. And now I work for his podcast network. Wild. And, but sure. I think we're glossing over the uh, interesting part, or at least to me. How did you get The Rock to marry you? I did a bunch of bits with them with screen junkies. Yes. Like me, I would do this like interviews and at these press junkets. These press like, junk- I've never done a press junket. It was so funny. Yeah, I've never done them. They sent me to do it, and I just. That's the perfect person to do it's them. It's hysterical. Yeah. And I just Pain went. and Gain, I want to say, was the Pain first one. Pain and Gain one? was With the first one. Marky and Mark and The Rock? Mark Wahlberg wanted to punch me in the face. He definitely did. All right. So if Adam was Mark Wahlberg, yes. you're Dwayne, I'm putting all of my attention <laughs> <laughs> on Dwayne. Yeah. You. And then I just told for I had four minutes to talk. I spent eight 
talking yeah. about the time I tried to buy The Rock uh, Hooters yeah. and pay for his bill. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg was nonplus. He was mad dogging the shit out of me. You know what you do though when he stop, when he taps you on the shoulder, yeah. you rip off your clothes. You're wearing the Ric Flair outfit exactly. and you throw him over the fence. Woo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And then I did a couple more times, and Dwayne loved it. And then so he would specifically request me. Yes. You were friends. He loved yeah. you. Yeah. And then um, so you made a request yourself and said, "Hey, marry me." No. Yeah. That was a surprise. Yes. So you didn't know. Didn't no, it was my it. wife. Yes. My wife put it out there, and then it all happened. Marina, if you're listening, try and get Michael Jordan to marry us yeah. one day. Just floating it if out you there. you just ask for Scottie it. Scottie Pippen doesn't seem like <laughs> Pippen is a good – it's an We easy would get. settle for one B. We'll take Horace okay. Grant. We'll take either of the Grant brothers. Yeah, but he has to wear an Orlando uh, Magic jersey. And as the goggles. As the goggles. And the goggles. So uh, today we are, because you're such a, a devoted fan, sure. uh, we're going to talk about fandom in yes. general because it is something that obviously you have many fans. Fans. You are a passionate fan yourself, so we figured it would be appropriate to talk about it. And it could be monetized, apparently, now. What, how, how so? Well, it's, there's this whole, like, culture of fandom. Like, yeah. And, like, now – so we grew up watching Making Sketch Comedy. Yes. And so when we watched Sketch Comedy, yes. it was like, hey, we want to make Sketch Comedy. Yeah. The craft. Now when people watch stuff, they're like, oh – I just want to talk about it. I want to be a fan of that. Yeah. That is so interesting. Yeah. Which is weird, and I don't like it. I don't I – don't, no, I don't like it. Yeah. This was one of the things that's kind of been floating around in my mind talking to you about fandom. It's just like I do feel like maybe over the generations and as media output has just blown through the roof and there's just sure. more and more and more to consume, I really do feel like people's identities now are a little more um, linked with their, with their fandom. What, uh, I, my identity is what I – what the art and the music and the movies that I consume. And, I and while myself. that's true, I mean didn't you – like uh, the Chicago Bulls yeah. represented me as a kid and yeah. I felt no shame at like putting that out there to yeah. the world. Is that but, any different than uh, like doing that with – Mamory? <laughs> no, no, I, I, I don't think it is. I mean, no, we I, were all that way too. We were weirdo fans as a yeah, kid. No, yeah. definitely. I mean, <laughs> I'm still like, I have 50, 60 Astros hats in my house. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. I, okay. I'm one 60. of nine Astro fans that talk about it. And, <laughs> and, and like, I was talking about this with a buddy, like, since Mattress Mac, a Houston, like, commercial, he's number one. And I don't think Dennis Quaid has a Twitter account. No. And Lyle Love, it's been like yeah. under the radar. So, so you're like the number one. You fan are, I might most? be four. You're, <laughs> whoa. You're I'm, America's Astros fan. Yeah. Yeah. America's Astros. You're the Dallas Cowboys of Astro fans. Yes, exactly. No, so I'm – there's a picture of me. Uh, they invited me and my brother and Clint, one of yeah. the guys in Team Tiger Austin, yes. to – we were in Houston all at the same time, and they invited us to watch batting practice. It was Amazing. Carlos Correa's first game. If you're not watching baseball, he's like our new superstar, yes. first home game. Cleanup hitter, cool guy, shortstop? Shortstop, real like real fashionable. Yeah. <laughs> like yes. they, this is a bonus. They put out Carlos Correa fedoras, <laughs> orange and uh, – How'd they sell? I, ho- I they gave them away for free. I was like, please give me please one. They were sold like, yes. out. They they told me they would give me one. Okay. Um, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> um, you are the so. Fan. This is about fandom. Yes. Um, I, was, I was talking shit about it. Um, <laughs> no. So they invited us over, and it was like Carlos Hull's family from Puerto Rico was there. And they were all wearing orange shirts, and they were like, "Okay, everyone, take a photo." So you see all of Carlos Correa's family, <laughs> and then you see me in the background, <laughs> and then you see my brother Matt, and then you see Clint, and then the Astros. Did one like Instagram p- picture, and I'll send it to you guys. And it's Carlos just like you know batting yes. practice, and then you see me in the background <laughs> just looking, staring at him like a serial killer. <laughs> You're the ghosts in the sixth sense. Oh yeah, exactly. no, definitely. You're just floating in the background of pictures that happen simultaneously. Oh no, yes. can't even occur. You're Robert De Niro in The Fan. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're no. like the crazy psycho. <laughs> uh, let's take a quick act break. Okay. Um, in our act breaks, we play songs. Okay. Uh, yeah. So. 
do we have a song uh, related to fandom or maybe even the Houston Astros or anything uh, anything at all? Nick, do the Astros don't really have like a like a song like the Mets have Meet the Mets and that's something that we love. But do the Astros we had don't really an have old a... one, but it was ne- it never took off. We have uh, the sec the Bad News Bears sequel. Wait, what? There's a sequel where the Bad News Bears go to the Astrodome. That's true. The technical marvel of America. <laughs> right. The Astro. The, the Astro. They play in the Astro. <laughs> yeah. Because right. it's like the moon. Yeah. And yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so they're playing. Uh, they're playing the game, and they're not allowed. Like the game goes long. Yeah. And then they have to like start a let them play chant, and all the Astros and I think the Reds are like, yeah, yeah. let them play. Yes. It's not what, a good movie. What era Astros was this? Was this like Nolan Ryan? 70, this was oh, like J.R. Richards, 78. Okay, great. Yeah. With the hard orange, yellow, yeah, no, very stripes. much like the hard. And that was like the late 70s where like the film stock was just orange and yuck. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so what song? Yeah. Let, let them play. Is that a song? Let them play. That's, it should be. It's it more should be a, like a Neil Simon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, so it's like, like a, a musical thing. Yeah. Let them play. Orange and yuck. I don't know. What song evokes orange and yuck to you, Bill? <laughs> That's <a good> <laughs> I don't know. Uncle if Cracker. Ever... Uncle Cracker. Uncle Cracker feels like we're getting close. What, that... was the, what was the big Uncle Cracker song? Hey, baby, look, you look so fine. Nope, that's not it. <laughs> well, you know, we're, we're, we're heading to sma- – because Uncle Cracker looked like Smash Mouth. Yes. Uncle Cracker. Hey, man, you're an all-star. Carlos Cray is going to be an all-star. I think it's all-star. Smash Mouth, all-star. Yeah. You heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. We'll be right back. Somebody once told me the world is going to roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. Well, the years start coming and they don't stop coming. Fed to the rules and I hit the ground running. Didn't make sense not to live for fun. Your brain gets smart, but your head gets dumb. So much to do, so much to see. So what's wrong with taking the back streets? You'll never know if you don't go. You'll never shine if you don't glow. Hey now, you're an all-star, get your game on, go play. Hey now, you're a rock star, get the show on, get paid. And they say it gets colder You're bundled up now Wait till you get older But the media men beg to differ Judging by the hole in the satellite picture The ice we skate is getting pretty thin The water's getting warm So you might as well swim My world's on fire How about yours? That's the way I like it And I'll never get bored Hey now, you're an all-star Get your game on, go play Hey now, you're a rock star Get the show on, get paid
Back to Act Two of the No Joke Podcast. Uh, that was the song "All Star" by the band Smash Mouth. That song has been getting roundly mocked. Uh, yeah, I was going to say that yeah. song's been getting clowned on the oh, internet for the past year or I so would now. Say years. Well, to be fair, when you put up a Princess Leia photo w- when she dies, what? And then you put in a "Hey, love you" from Smash Mouth, and you put your logo bigger than her face. <laughs> say it again. I was I, I missed this. Piece Carrie of this Fisher died, and they made it a branding opportunity. Yes. Got God it. damn it, Smash Mouth. Yeah. And the that's fandom a, run amok. That's what, that's a bad fan. That's yeah. a that's a bad. That's a shitty way to use to harness your fandom. Somebody once told me the world is going to roll me. <laughs> yeah. Somebody once told me the world is going to roll me. He ain't me. the sharpest tool in the shed. He ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. The world is going to roll me. What do we? How do? What do we think that means? Like this is going to be a big bad world out I there. Think Good it's luck. A big bad world. He's a dumb idiot, so he's going to get smoked. Somebody's going to roll me. Roll sounds like. Bowl me Benghazi. Benghazi. It's Your kind of a, brain it's, there's is... There's a political... There, it's a political thing. Yeah. <laughs> Smash Mouth is one of our most ardently political bands. They, is... they saw 9-11 happening before 9-11. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. 9-10. 9-10. Yeah. Uh, so like we're the talk... 74th episode to the 75th. Exactly. It's the amuse-bouche to the big explosion. Yeah. Again, look forward to Chris Dapp's Poor Zingas on episode <laughs> 75. So we're talking to you, Nick, today about fandom. Uh, and you were telling us that when you were... How old was this Ric Flair Halloween experiment? Uh, 17. 16. 17. Yeah. So as a youth you were really identified what were the things that you were most sort of hardcore passionate about as a youth it wrestling was, baseball it was wrestling baseball wrestling and baseball. sketch comedy and sketch comedy like that was those were the things that like i just gravitated to yes. i think baseball is just like I, that became a much older thing hmm. um basically i was working at CompUSA as a 19 year old lad uh, and I was taking a poop, and I was reading all like the stats, and I was like, "Oh, this all makes sense." And I was like, "Oh, the baseball is fantastic because like I was a always like, mind. baseball's kind of like I can watch this and listen to the- I was just listen to it on the radio all the yeah. time." And yeah. I was like, "Okay, this is this I love this forever." Yeah, we've said this before. Yeah. Fans of math and sports should meet at baseball. Yes, you know, yes, it's like exactly. the stats and the baseball cards and everything. It's just it's 162 games. It's all there yes. for you, and yeah. every pitch is exciting if you know why it's exciting. Yes, yeah. and is it because you like this sort of chess? Quiet gamesmanship, slow pace of baseball. No, I, I like, you know, because it goes against everything I am. You're a high energy dude. Sure. Baseball, so first, it's slow. It's sort it's of just, muted. I, I like the <laughs> the strategy of it. I love yeah. off season baseball. It's like some of the most fun. Like I just, I like the the team aspect. I like, yeah. I do like the strategy to it. And then wrestling, and I think sketch comedy, just comedy in general. It, it's all the same thing. There's it's just like theater. Yeah, it's all collaborative it, yeah, theater. Yeah, it it is. Yeah. it's improv and it's just yes anding and it's just <laughs> yeah. like all. I didn't always put that all together. Yes, yeah, you know, but it was uh, until later on. But yes. yeah, I just thought that was fun. And at what point in your wrestling fandom did you did was there ever a time where you believe that these people were real? I, I mean, no, you know, like when did that ever was there? Yeah, like never I was an a illusion. Kid. Okay. I was a, yeah, I was a kid, but like my dad, my I used to watch it with my grandfather. Yeah, and I was like, hey, this isn't like on the money, and I was like, fine, fine. It's yeah. fun though. Can yeah, I, no. yeah, yeah. Can I ask you the backstory of a few different wrestlers that sure. I only know so much about? Uh, and you don't have to go t- into too much detail. Jake the Snake Roberts was he anything more than a man who brought a snake? <laughs> well, was there any more uh, context to he the character? Was, he was a man who brought a snake, but he was the guy who did the fr- usually like people you did promos and interviews like listen yeah. up, brother. Yes, but like he was like soon sinister. You'll meet your 
hear me do, man. He like, like wasn't even. He was like it up. He was like reciting Alice Cooper <laughs> lyrics, but without the music. Was yeah. he like? Was he like a, a dishonored uh, zookeeper or something? What's the relationship? No, no, he what was, was a snake. snake origin. He was just. He, was he, no, hooked. he was like. <laughs> it was like Cape Fear. That's what he. Yeah. Like, okay. He, it was a uh, like Robert De Niro in Cape Fear. He was okay. like he was like a backwoods mountain man. Not even that. He Not was even. just like. I'm a sinister man who's going to hurt you. Yeah. And I'm using a snake as yeah. my weapon. And then I became a good guy, and he didn't change his character. Okay. So he funny. just, the dude has had now the it's worst a good life snake. ever. Has in, in real oh, life. Oh, real life. No, really? drugs. Like, oh, God. It, like, it's Governor. one of those weird things where he didn't die. Yes. Um, <laughs> he probably wanted to. No, there's yeah. a really good date, uh, documentary called The Redemption of Jake the Snake. Robert. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, but I mean, he was doing crack before matches. Jesus. Like, so... Yeah, he's, that's it. okay. He's had like this interesting, like now we went in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. So he's had an interesting story. Yes, million yes. dollar man. So enjoy your jokes. Yeah, enjoy your funny ha-has. Million dollar man. How did he make his millions? Okay. <laughs> yeah, the true story million. of million dollar man. His million is <laughs> yes. Vince McMahon's a billionaire, but oh. he grew up in a trailer in North Carolina, <laughs> and then he lived in Stamford, Connecticut. So Stamp- he Stamford. okay, but how did he how did he accrue the money to uh, move to beautiful Stanford, Connecticut <laughs> by stealing other people's wrestling companies? He, but oh, like but and just being ruthless businessman. Yes, but but he hates old money people, like because he worked for it. Yeah, so. He never saw himself as the million dollar man. I came from nothing. He he always saw himself as like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. In the McMahon thing. So when he was playing the bad guy, like he was playing who the people he yes. hates. And that's what he saw Million Dollar Man as. Oh, people hate this guy yes. because I hate this guy. Yes. Right. Because he's some stuffy old money rich guy. Yes. Okay. Earthquake and Tugboat. What happened to Tugboat? Tugboat's still around. Is oh, he? is he? Yeah. Hunter Hura. God Tug- bless. Tugboat's still around. Same <laughs> same actor, same wrestler Fred, as the original Fred, Tugboat. Uh, Oh man, I don't know. It's Fred Tugboat. Because I feel like wrestling, and maybe I'm wrong here, um, has kind of done the Aunt Viv thing, like Fresh Prince did, where it's like they're just going to slide out one character and they've slide a new one and be like, no. Nah, they've only done stuff. that with Doink. They've, Doink got Aunt Viv? Yes. Doink got Aunt Viv? The, <laughs> little, the little yes. clown? Ultimate war, they're always war, <laughs> they have a factory of Doinks? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. And Doink is the only uh, character like WWE licensed to other wrestlers. Like you yeah, can just you rent can, out a doink. You can be do- yeah. you can be- <laughs> really? Yeah, they don't do it like they copyright trademark everything. But like you can, you can. There was do- only one Ultimate Warrior, only one, one Undertaker. Yes, there really? was like a storyline with a fake Undertaker. Oh, right? but they they got you. Oh, they, they got, got me. <laughs> the casual gotcha. fan. They got the casual fan. Yeah, the casual fan. I thought they just got lazy. No, Ultimate Warrior just got like he got busted for drugs, and then he came back and he had less steroids. Here's my last question. Sure. Did the Ultimate Warrior really die because his armbands were too tight? No, okay. I, think, I think it's hard. That's just a playground. That's just a playground exploded. legend. Okay. Yeah, the day after he got into the Hall of Fame, it was super sad. Yeah, really. Uh, the tough part about wrestling, he stories, died the day after he was inducted into the Hall. of Fame. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, no, wow. the and he was like did this whole big welcome back to WWE after being there for twelve years. Oh. The, that's a problem with talking about wrestling. I know, especially with someone who was a fan. It's like no, they're dead. And it intersects dead, with real life sadness dead, quite ends, frequently. Ends in tragedy quite frequently. There's a yeah. Royal Rumble 1991 cover that's pretty famous. Yeah, there's like four guys left, mm, and one of and like Hulk Hogan said the N word, so he's <laughs> so you so can put a like, red X over like, his face too. Yeah, there's like one guy you can be like, okay, oh Jimmy. Turns out Jimmy Snow, <laughs> the the least marketed. Yeah, <laughs> good guy, decent exactly. dude. Exactly. Saved his money. Have you ever wrestled yourself? Have no. you ever like gotten in the squared circle and, and fooled around? No, no, no. It's one of the, it's it's come up, but yeah. it's one of these things where I'm like, no. <laughs> Nick, Nick no. is a Nick is an obviously strong man. Adam is a black belt. Okay. <laughs> do you guys? Uh, 
three minutes in the ring, who do you think walks out at the end? Oh, baby. Oh, we're talking about fighting. Okay. Just like no holds barred fists and feet. And yeah, whatever. I mean, you guys are good friends, so I feel like it's a safe space to talk about how one would end the other's life. Yeah. I would say, if I just had to ballpark it, I would say you're 500 per, 5 to 1100% stronger than me. Fair. Sure. I, would say. I agree. Okay, just but you have, <laughs> but you're a learned man uh, who knows technique. Quick and, a little bit. Quick on yeah. his feet. A little bit. Quick. I think you would feet. have the endurance. I do have endurance and stamina. Here's the thing that always got me through fights. Yeah. Uh, Rocky Five. Oh, well, movie. Just using it as inspiration. I didn't hear no bell. Hello. Like, just Rocky Five. I thought you I meant you were going to take no the bell. VHS tape out and <laughs> yeah. whack your bad yeah, guy in the head. the VHS itself. No, and yeah, that's the other thing. I would cheat. A yeah. Lot. Well, here's the, and here's maybe the one deciding factor. You've been in a fight. Sure. Fair. In, his, in the oh, history of your life. Well, yeah. you're a black belt. You've been in lots of combat. Fake combat under the auspices of well, you've been John a sporting event. Yes, exactly. Like at a tournament, never an actual fight. I haven't, you know, body slammed any goth kids Fair. at Halloween okay. parties. All right, so have. Safe so bet. Safe I bet was Nick in a it. few. Most of them were like centered around junior high, high school, but yes. like maybe a couple in college, and then only once since after college. Were you ever a fight instigator? Did you ever sort of like? And you can. You Hello, can he went here. one on six against goths, and I one know. went over the fence. That, that might have outrageous, been, Nick. I felt I was the good. I felt I, like no. I felt like I've never been like. Hey, you like, yeah. I, I've never felt like, no, I haven't. Yeah, I've, yeah. Most bad guys head. think they're the good guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love you, Nick. No, sure. <laughs> and, I, and I've started fights myself. <laughs> yeah, Most yeah. bad guys in their mind are like, I'm the good guy. I'm doing what's right right now. <laughs> I may uh, be a terrible person. <laughs> no. <laughs> is, this is the moment you learn. It's called I, yeah. no joke. Right. <laughs> we get real deep on this. Yeah, exactly. I feel like I may, maybe one or two, but yeah. I feel like I was always like, I did stick up for someone girl's honor. In New York. That's what Tell you, us yeah. about that. That's the story. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was in New York. First time living there. Yes. Disposable income. Yep. Bars closed at four. Yep. Hammered. Mm-hmm. Hammered. Mm-hmm. Friends. Mm-hmm. Saw these two guys, mm-hmm. like, oh, like hitting on these two girls hard. Okay. Like, negging them. Yep. And then me and my buddy just started laughing at them. Yeah. And they're like, what's your problem? You're not going to get with them. It's like, we're not trying. Right. And you're not either, dick. Right. And, like, they really started harassing these girls. And we're like, hey, you guys are shitty. You guys are... Take it outside. <laughs> just take it outside. They're like, wait, seriously? Yeah. Like, hey, you disrespected honor. <laughs> honor. Go, like, outside. It feels like take it outside is said more in bars than it actually yeah. is. Outside. But when somebody is approached with a take it outside, it's like, oh, my God, we're about I to take it outside. Something. This is a bar I've been to maybe four times, and I did maybe say, no one treats girls like this bar in my place. Buy watch. No Not one on treats bars bar. like this in my girl. My- <laughs> so we're outside, and one guy took a swing at my friend, and oh, yeah. we just started – like fighting, four a.m. Like, like just so four a.m. Just so like, but like I broke my hand. Oh, because you on what? But like on some dude. Yes. Oh, really? It might have been my buddy. Yeah, um, <laughs> for real. And then what happened was like they left because yep. we just got tired of fighting. Yes. <laughs> But the girls were like, "Hey, <laughs> you want to come over?" And I was like, "I broke my hand." Sure. <laughs> and like. But I was like, I, I got a poker tournament the next morning. Oh, your <laughs> life is so hard. Nick. Your life no, is so hard. No, because it was Super Bowl. And stand on, I got to go stand on for a poker. But yeah, I'll come over. But no funny business. And so like, I spooned with her in her bed. That's sweet. And I was like, no, That's I just want to be nice. Because I miss a girl from college. Nick. And then I was just train wreck drunk. What a weird guy <laughs> you must so have looked sweet, like. Nick. Walked outside, oh, got in a Paisley fight, shirt. broke your hand, spooned, and had a poker oh, tournament in the morning. And then at 6 o'clock, walked. 40 blocks to, Jesus. like, a train. Oh, one of those. To, like, CVS to wrap my hand up in, like, Band-Aids. Yes. Band-Aids. That's and then I show up to my cousin's place, and it was like, hey, man. 
Do you have any ice? I yeah. can't. I can't ante. I can't yeah, I can't ante. ante. My whole no, hand I, is broken. No, I said I can't deal. <laughs> exactly. No I was spooning. Rough night spooning. Yes, exactly. So it's a terrible idea for a fight. Yeah. I, I, it, you know, now looking back, it was like there was no one. It was just me hitting stuff. Yes, exactly. Um, let's go into the second decision. act break real quick. Okay, uh, another song, Fights. I feel like Fights is an easy jump off point. There's obviously Fight uh, fight for Your Right to Party. Yes. A little basic. One yes, of the more basic Beastie Boys songs. Fight for Your Right to Party. Is there a seminal song from Rocky Five, Nick, that you that you happen to remember? Yes. Elton John's <laughs> Measure of a Man that played over the credits and it's one of my, the best parts of Rocky Five. The only good part, except for I Didn't Hear No Bell, <laughs> and it's a photo montage of the beginning of Rocky to the end, and it makes me cry. I'm moving Measure men. Okay. Thank you for asking Nick that question. Nick will know. Here it is. Elton John. <laughs> we'll be right back. His battered hands are all you own. His broken heart has turned to stone. Go hang your glory on the wall. There comes a time when castles fall And all that's left is shifting in the sand You're out of time, you're out of place Look at your face, that's the measure of a man This coat that fits you like a glove Dirty streets you learn to love So welcome back, my long-lost friend You've been to hell and back again And God alone knows how you crossed that span Back on the beat, back to the start Trust in your heart, that's the measure of a man Without the gold, without the crown 
This is where you've always been You had to lose so you could win Rise above your troubles while you can Now you can love, now you can lose Now you can choose That's the mother of a man Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. This is Act 3. That was Sir Elton John with Measure of a Man from yes. the closing credits of Rocky Five. Makes Nick cry every time. Yeah. Are you a big crier at movies? No. Not until yeah. like I got married. I was like, I'm going to start <laughs> crying again. <laughs> you know, other than that, it was like emotions were like – Shielded. Yes. <laughs> like, like they were coalesced and hardened <laughs> and scabbed over through like sardonic bullshit internet yeah, – like, you exactly. know, like – Comedy, like, we I weren't allowed. And then it was like, get... we all hit like 29. It was like, oh, yeah, feelings. Yes. Wait a minute. I right. care. I do care. This is biological. This is not a choice. Yeah, sure. Is... Like, we, we don't have to hold it in anymore. And it was like, okay. One internet trend that's occurring so... now that, like, has feelings coursing through my body and yes. I can watch a hundred different ones is the father who comes home from the military yes. puts on a catcher's mask oh, and his wife unbeknownst to her is throwing out the first pitch at a baseball game he catches it takes off the mask the kids run out and everyone cries open the floodgates literally yeah. just <laughs> like a, like a switch on the wall open you just want to turn floodgates. me on or off that's it <laughs> yeah, that's watch it. that on loop that's yeah. it nope <laughs> I, I watched I got into that trap the other day yep uh, watch that I just watched a bunch of kittens that mm. made me cry the other day. <laughs> what are you? What are you googling for that? Just straight up kittens. Like, just just kittens. some kittens. Kitt- some, some, some kittens, please. S U M kittens. <laughs> some. some. <laughs> Google responds. Are you crying? Yeah. No, I googled the way you think I do. Yeah, uh, shit and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> shit and stuff. That should get you what you need. Yeah, uh, you know feelings and crap. <laughs> So we are speaking about fandom and the internet, and uh, are you a participator in sort of the TV recap, analyzing every single thing, in co- like involving yourself in internet fan culture for the shit that you like? I you, Well, I used to work with Screen Junkies, and that right. was fun. Right. Uh, you know, I, it was like, I didn't realize it was happening while I yeah. was doing it. I thought I was like, hey, you want to make fun of Die Hard 5? Right. And I was like, sure, that seems easy. Yeah. That, like. <laughs> And, like, it just became this thing, and I was like, okay, this is fun. This yeah. is, like, a cool gig. You can speak but, on it. Right. Sure. Like, I'm a big fan of movies, especially action movies. Yes. I, I enjoy – I used to enjoy them more, like, the comic book movies, the yes. Marvel, the DC ones haven't been good. Yes. But then I realized, holy shit, there's this, like, huge audience of people watching this stuff. Yeah. yeah. And they take it so, so seriously. Like, it's religion. Like, it's gospel. No. Take no, your like take your work so seriously. They take, take the screen junkies work seriously. So when I started working screen junkies, yes. they thought I was like this real. I was like, oh, I'm going to be the bad guy. I'm going to be like like a YouTube commenter with some of my things. Yeah. Like I'm a, no, I don't want to be this. But then they were like smart ass. You'll yeah, be a smart, smart ass. Like a wise ass. Yeah, yeah, I mean, which I am. But like they started seeing me on Conan and other things and started putting two together and like, oh, I had literally 20 people be like. Oh, you're an actor. You don't believe what you say. Oh, uh, God. And I'm right. like, oh, God damn. Authenticity this is... is everything in that no, world. Oh, and, and nonsense fanboy world. Yes, no, exactly. So... You blurred the lines. Now we don't know what to believe. Yeah. Well, and, and that was this whole thing. Do you like, like Scarecrow from Batman or not? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. It was like, do you like this specific Scarecrow? And yeah. fuck you for not liking Ye- this other Scarecrow. Yes, exactly. Right, right, yeah. Right, um, right. No, and it became so vitriolic and yeah. it was like you couldn't have fun with it like yeah. i got death threats for not liking man of steel yeah exactly. and it became and it became really not fun and that's interesting yeah I, i'm not blaming one company but i'm blaming the whole thing the of experience not 
no one did a good job of being like, hey, this is what we believe. This yeah. is who gives a shit. It's just nonsense fun. Yeah. Right. But like girls can go on those shows and get just destroyed and like oh, doxxed God, and yeah. because they didn't like fucking, It's not a safe like, space. Hawkeye. It is not no, a safe no, space. I'm not like saying it, you need like a safe space for everything, but like that is not one. No, but yeah, you, yeah. Dude, like I, you can't recommend people to go on, and it's like yeah. unfun for like. It became this really kind of neat, fun thing mm-hmm. into this like really just like yeah. gross cesspool of just like inanity where like yeah. you couldn't. I got shit for like in the Astros. I got shit yeah. for like. Having opinions on politics, like they were allowed to be fans or enemies, and they could just go. You know, that's kind of the lawlessness of the internet. And sure. it's like as the creator, or as the content creators who are like putting ourselves out there, it's like it's a fascinating thing. I wrote a comic called The Librarianist for like six years, for a and long it was time, yeah. it was black and white. It was single framed. It was what I thought pretty non offensive. Like sometimes no. a little hard to understand. Classic but like Billy silly nonsense. It was like pretty. <laughs> it was like pretty like G to PG. Oh yeah, once a week. And College Humor would put it on their site every week and feature it. And I would then proceed to receive death threats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's like – Just instinctively. Almost. Yeah. You know yeah. it's like from like you know what? Evan <laughs> Skullbong and it's like I'm not scared of this guy. But simultaneously, it's like this is so odd. Why what compels you to do this? Way. Weird differences. It's <laughs> weird that I can differentiate this. At least you did it for your art. Definitely. 100%. <laughs> but like this is because like I don't know. Batman v Superman was kind of dumb. <laughs> And like, that's my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is like <laughs> – Right. Which is at least like, oh, if you got killed for that, that would be like right. – You would be a hero artist. Pay gig. Yeah. I mean that's really the difference, art and commercial art, frankly. No, and then right. – So like there is this recap TV culture right. where I, I, have to, I have two problems. There's that part and then I feel like – Like I always always get these kids that be like, mm. hey, man. Um, will you check out my YouTube channel? Like I'm reviewing movies yeah. just like you. I'm like reviewing movies. I was like, fuck you. I didn't say that, but well, sometimes I did. But like, I, I'm not a movie critic. Right. I like them, and I'll crack wise on them. <laughs> but don't review movies. Don't you don't need like we don't need 14 year olds. Yes, making terrible movie reviews. We need 14 year olds making terrible short films and sketches. movies making terrible right. movies. Yes, yeah. yeah, and that's like the big difference. Yeah, like, that's interesting. Like, because no, it's interesting because they're not training. A pundit. Yeah. It's not yet. Yeah, they're no. not. They're not training to become pundits. Other, they're like right. trying. It's it all becomes very blurred. Where it's like now I'm the performer, right? Because I'm talking to you about this thing that already exists. Well, it's, it's like easy. it's like the news. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's just like where it's like we're just going to make talking about what's actually happening and our spins on it. Entertainment yes. now. Yeah. That's and, the and, new entertainment. And, and that's when where I it realized gets... that, I was like, I'm, I'm out. Yeah. Like, that, it became this like thing that I thought was like, oh, this is a fun little thing. And it's like. So you discern, like, you, you made the distinction of saying, I'm not going to play in that like reviewy world anymore yes. in Re-review your career YouTube. moving forward. Yeah. I mean, I'll, right. I'll do it. It depends. Like, it's a specific thing. It's right. like, I, I have a presence there, an opportunity right. may come up. So I'm not going to say never. Right. But I'm not, I'm going to do it in a specific way. Right. That. I'm comfortable with. Yes. And I was not comfortable with – because, like, I'm having kids come Superman up to me and like, oh, why are you talking about voting? I can't vote till I'm 21. I'm like, god damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I blame us for it because right. it's like right. – I'm blaming us because we're like, hey, fucking man. Like, There's so many things wrong in that sentence. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, it's like 
No, and I, I would yell at the people. I'd be like, hey, can we tell them to just get out to vote? Get out to vote? Yeah. And they they finally did one, and it was with a Doctor Strange gif on Election Day. And I was like, yo, <laughs> fuck okay. you guys. Yes, exactly. That uh, should put Hillary in office. Yes. No. There is like the – I feel like J.J. Abrams and like, pe- like people who sort of helm these large comic booky franchises have said that like there is this shifting dynamic with all this fan culture on the internet where the creators of these franchises feel like they need to cater to the fans as opposed to the fans of these franchises. Which is wrong. Just ex- exactly. Which is wrong. Just like accepting the-, the art that is given them and accepting – the movie that has given them and taking it for what it is now all of a sudden these studios are trying to engineer the film to suit the fan culture and I don't I'm not way. mad at that only because like even as a comedian we've been performing sketch comedy live right. for 12 years right. I think that as we became more and more comfortable on stage and established on stage right. and we had like a recurring audience that had expectations of us to a certain extent we often would at least consider what do we think this audience would want I guess that's true yeah and you it's can't not, be blind to it yeah and it's like I don't think I don't think that we ever like said Let's never cater. Let's never like cater to who's out there. Let's mm-hmm. do it our way every time. Of course, mm-hmm. there were shades of that. Right. But I couldn't be mad. Maybe it's gone too far. I don't know. I no, don't really know that culture too a, much. Yeah, of course you're gonna like take. That's another piece of input. Consider your audience. Yeah, always. but like they're not gonna steer the ship. Right. Right. No. The fans want to steer the ship. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's like a, that's its own thing. Right. It's like, hey, want to donate to my Kickstarter campaign where I make a movie that you guys write? Sure, right, right, <laughs> yeah. right exactly. Contributions yeah. are different. Yes, right. I no, get that, and for sure. look, and I, I don't, I don't want to shit on fandoms. I love right. fandoms. I, I'm fascinated by like fandoms. On like jugglos are interesting to me. <laughs> like stormtroopers who dress up like, like people who dress up as stormtroopers. Yeah. Like, yeah, and, like build costumes and spend money. Like, yes, people who. Uh, play like Quidditch like rugby up in yes. New York Central yes. Park like yes. I'm fascinated by that yes. that's like interesting and fun yes. and proactive and it's just not like well Logan's the best move it should win an Oscar because it's not Lala you're participating like, in it yeah. <laughs> right. yeah no exactly and I think that's like the big thing it's like or or at least you respect it like I'm a huge Astros fan they should never listen to a goddamn thing I ever say about baseball. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, exactah. Yeah. This is the George I Costanza would, thing. Yeah, exactly. because I would be like, sign Bo Jackson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Change the jerseys from cotton to polyester yeah. or whatever. <laughs> Costanza. Yes, but, exactly. But, like, oh, man, like the other – yesterday. So I'm not a fan of, like, the DC movies, right. though I'm a fan of the DC comic books. What are sure. some of the DC movies? Like Batman v Superman, Man mm-hmm. of Steel, okay. The Suicide Squad. I hear Wonder Woman's very good. Okay. Cool. Like that section. The Dark Knight Rises, those were great, but those were a different thing. Yes. And it's like the Zack Snyder, the director. I'm not a fan yes. of his. Yes. And – I've made some fun jokes because, like, he's a huge Anne Ryan fan, so I make, like, a lot of, like, Anne Ryan jokes. Yeah. He had a tragedy happen to him, the family. His daughter committed suicide, and he had to leave the movie, and I posted, this is a terrible tragedy, and it's an admirable decision he made, you know, a thing that a human being would make. Here come the weird fanboys. Oh, no, (laughs) but it was even a guy who works in the business like of that recap really? thing, like oh look at Monday. He literally said, "Look at Monday, make this joke a, a week ago, and now he said this. What a piece of shit." Well, he's using you oh, as a, a device, but he right. wouldn't even tag me in it. Of course, like cowardly. Of course, oh, I yeah. mean, it's like you just have to be aware of like all of like the bacteria in like the media reviewing recappy world. That's like it's the game isn't to dispense news or to really be that entertaining. It's, it's about to it's raise your personal follows. value, yeah. Yeah, and it. it goes back to what you said about like monetizing fandom. Yeah. Yeah, and right, that's, like, and that's right. exactly how. And that's the right. move is, if you just want to get your name out there, regardless of context or integrity, just throw out Guys, any we opinion so on we worked so hard on sketch comedy, yeah. and we should have just been reviewing movies. <laughs> the whole time? What the hell were we doing? No shit, no. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, that's like... <laughs> 
if we had a, if we got rid of our souls, but that would have been like the <laughs> yeah. thing. That's I mean, the question. What's your end game? And like for us, like we just like doing sketch comedy, and like and we're still performing it live. And it's like if we didn't just like it, and we were like in it to make money. And if you're going into comedy to make money, you've already made the wrong decision. <laughs> you know, it's like then we definitely would have done it differently. Right. But I, I imagine you're the same way. I'm it's the like, same I'm way. Operating and I, with my I own still like integrity. movies, and yeah. I like talking about movies. Yeah, and like with the guys in Team Tiger, I'm doing it the right way. Like yeah. I feel like because. We're all fans of movies, but, right. like, look, if we talk about Janine from Ghostbusters and yes. how she was hotter in version one or two, yes, I'm fine. Like, I'll talk about that all day long right. because that's a fun conversation I want to have with my friend. And right? that's a podcast. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah. th- and that's why we moved off the camera. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, but, like, I don't want to talk about, like, what I think Logan 2 should look like or, like, yes, over and over. And over. There yes. was this thing that, like, <laughs> it was, like, art. Someone – there's so many people do like these YouTube reviews and they have the same thumbnail. It's like yeah. it's them. By the way, put yourself in the fucking thumbnail of another person's movie. Siskel and Ebert are rolling around in their fucking graves. That thumbnail. We all know the thumbnail yeah. you're talking about. But it's like this and there's like a stroke like yeah. banner around it and they're like, cool. And so they're all like – they're all like, huh. And, but like with the Wolverine, they all had fake knives in it. Ooh. Yeah, Logan. And they, they all had this and there was – someone put a collage of 40 of them. And they're all doing the same pose with fake knives. I like it. And it was the – I was doing this sketch at the American Movie Awards, and it was all quiet. And then you just heard me go, "Oh fuck!" Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! I just saw forty knives. 40 yeah. <laughs> oh god! Like oh, Bruno what? Mars turned around and was like, "What? What was that? What happened?" <laughs> but oh, god. Uh, it, it was the best thing. No, and god. look, I think you you should like fandom. You should yeah. like your stuff. I like my stuff. Be passionate about the things you like, of but course. Don't turn it into a fucking holy war. Exactly. Especially in what's going on now. I mean, and I have yeah. an issue with like. Uh, like, these guys are like, man, Star Wars Day is the best day ever. It's like, oh, we just lost healthcare. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. I know. I know. It's well, yeah. You I got... mean, there's a balance, and not exactly. one against the other. Yeah. And I lose that. Uh, I'll self-admit. I uh... we all wrestle with that, of course. Sure. But, but I'm but... sure you get a lot of stick to movie reviews, Monday. Enough of the political tweets. Oh yeah. Sure well, those, those yeah. The, not as much anymore. because yeah. They're gone. Yeah. Uh, now you're just a political reviewer. Now, yeah. <laughs> no, more or less. Yeah. No. Now you're just a culture critic, that, aren't yeah. we all? Yeah. <laughs> um, fellas, that's the fandom episode. Well, hey, thanks for having me, guys. Nick, this man, so thank you fun. so much for coming on. You're a riot. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Big fan. Uh, for the No Joke Podcast, I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And we will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>